okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Sure, for sure. And then we could just kind of like... Let me get some super glue. We'll super glue the mic stand to the table. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. How are we going to do the chairs? <laughs> Who needs chairs? Huh. We'll squat. <laughs> we'll squat. Yeah. Sounds exhausting. Or we'll just bend over, talking to the mic every time we want to say something. Yeah, it just looks like a bunch of bowing back and forth. Yeah. And I think that Luke's a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi... Charles, uh, the order, or your ranking of this trilogy would be what? Uh, like the order that I like them in most? Yeah. Uh, I mean, because I, I think... This trilogy wasn't, like, super great, so it's kind of hard. I feel like the movies... They were still Star Wars, you know? Yeah, they still had Star Wars things in them. There's some... Yeah. I would say probably Force Awakens would be mm -hmm. like the better of the three. And then Rise of Skywalker and then Last Jedi. Because so basically in the order that came out. That sounds right to me because... Last Jedi was in what after I remember. Force Awakens. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the order. You yeah, said I Force said Awakens. Force Awakens. Rise of Skywalker. Last Jedi. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I just... I like the Force Awakens better just yeah. because like that was like... They brought back like Han and Chewie, yeah, and whatnot. So and Leia was in it. That was good. So it was uh the Last Jedi was it was all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still had Star Wars things in it, you know. Mm -hmm. But it was just like I I can't speak too much about Rise of Skywalker because I watched it the once and I'm. I remember being long. It was it was kind of long, yeah. And also, this movie was long. I think I don't remember the length, the runtime, but they were all like one. I know it was a two hours while. and some change, wasn't it? Yeah, Force Awakens didn't feel so long for some reason. I feel like it was but... a little bit more action, like constantly. Yeah, you know, wasn't as many like slow spots. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of slow in this one. Um, I don't know. I'll probably, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like dreading watching Rise of Skywalker again. Because <laughs> I just remember being long and I remember like, just like, oh, Palpatine's around. Word. <laughs> Word. <laughs> like, that doesn't make much sense. And then it's like, oh, but it does. And it's like, okay. Mm Take your word for it. Yeah. It's one of those things where you gotta, like, kind of dive into, like, the lower part of it. Because, like, there was some Sith that were, like, pretty intense. Like, there was some dude that was just, like... 
I mean, because it makes sense, because he was like, oh, I can... I can help you get Padme back from the dead, or yeah, whatever like the fuck. Yeah, death and whatnot. But then... I don't know. I guess he got lazy. <laughs> he got lazy. Because he was like, ah, what am I going to do, track her down? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go find this bitch. And then... You know, cut to Kenobi series, and he's tracking down <laughs> Obi-Wan, but, like, whatever. That's a lot of splitting of his time. Yeah. I got tracked down Obi-Wan and Padme. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. My brother and I went and saw this one on Christmas Eve of whatever the year was. 17? I think 17, Something 18. Like um, yeah, I think Disney Plus had 17. Anyway. It's Christmas Eve. My mom has this tradition where she gets us like pajama, pajamas for Christmas Eve. The matching ones. Yeah. So, I convinced Luke. Luke's a little sick that night. Oh yeah, I love this story. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'm not. I don't. I don't think I want to go. I'm like, come on, man. We always go see something on Christmas or Christmas Eve. You know, like one of the two. <gasps> Excuse me. And like Star Wars is out, so let's let's fucking go. Right. You know. And then he's like, I gotta change. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're in fucking Star Wars pajamas. We're going to see Star Wars. Like, let's just go. <laughs> like, don't think about it. You know just, what I mean? Just be about it. Yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Teenage girl Luke. Yeah, I know. So we go. And the longer the movie goes on, I think his fucking Dayquil wore off. <laughs> yeah. Because then he's sitting beside me. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Just being gross. <laughs> the funny thing is, for how long that movie is, it's oh my god, it's literally almost the entire like, like the time like a cycle of the day. Like, quill. Yeah, yeah, it's like almost the entire duration. So he was probably, it probably wore off like an hour in. Yeah, he was probably just suffering. He had an hour and some change where he was just hating life. <laughs> um. So <laughs> finally, the movie ends. He, it, where he got like super mad was that little that little end scene which I don't think adds anything to the movie where they're just like you know the little kids are playing on whatever planet that was mm-hmm. and then you know the dude watch, the little kid watches that ship go into light speed and fly away mm-hmm. I didn't think it added anything to the movie I don't know maybe it's just a oh there's hope for the galaxy yet or some shit I don't know to me, it was just... I don't know. I, I didn't think it was necessary. Right. Because I don't think... I mean, that planet's not relevant in Rise of Skywalker. I, I don't right? think it's the planet. I think it's the kid himself. The so kid? We're talking about the little blonde kid. Yeah. So he's he was Force-sensitive. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if you caught it. It was kind of like a real quick thing that he did. Like, he was, like, going out there to, like, sweep or whatever and, like, stall the <laughs> area. And, like, he was, like... And, like, got the broom like off the wall from with his hand like from a distance like he used the force to pull the broom to him hmm. so it was just kind of like signal it was kind of was like this is the new but he doesn't like, the, pop back up yeah but it's like that's like i guess to me it was like the them saying like hey this is like the rise of the next generation because hmm. like yeah that was his only like he was in there for like maybe five minutes all together the entire movie and then it was like that little bit that he had where he was just like use the force real quick I was like oh okay so now they're saying like there's still force sensitive people out there 
Okay. Because the movie was called The Last Jedi, but it was like the next generation is just not been discovered yet. Sure. Well, anyhow, he got really mad at that because he was like, I want to leave. And then he's walking, we're walking out and he's just bitching. He's, he's like, see, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? I don't care about that stupid little fucking kid. And then we're walking out and, you know, it's cold. And you know teenagers, they're only mm-hmm. leave the house in a hoodie no matter what mm-hmm. temperature it is. So we're, out, we're walking out of the parking lot and it snowed. And, like, was still snowing. And we're walking to the car and he goes, You fucking stupid, I look fucking dumb. We look fucking stupid, Tyler. We look fucking goddamn stupid, Tyler. Fucking cold. I'm fucking sick. I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he was so mad at everything. That day, that day, Quill failed him big time. Yeah. Uh, so that was that story. Uh, remember the preview that made it look like they tried to make it look like Ray was going to be evil? Yeah. It was like all the, I, I went and rewatched that preview too, and they do the thing where it's, it's, like heavy on Kylo being in the, in the frame because like, she's, I just need somebody to show me the place, my place, and all this, and then like there's the, kind of dark, dark side music ish, mm-hmm. and you know he's holding out his hand, and it's like the long shot of just, his hand. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, well that's cute. You're gonna make it seem like, the main character is gonna be evil. Yeah, honestly I. I feel like I said this in the last the last one too where it was like in The Force Awakens I totally thought that movie was going to be focused around Finn like I thought he was going to be the one that was like yeah because it just I don't know I felt like she was going to be like the trusty sidekick you know the one that's like the Han to Finn yeah like full motivation like yo we gotta like do this, that, and the other, and he's just kind of like, look, I just kind of discovered this, you know, like, kind of like how episode four was back in the day, where it was like, one of them was just like, listen, man, this is new to me, like, I can move things with my mind, Yeah. and then the other one's just like, well, listen, we're not getting captured by these guys, <laughs> okay, we're gonna fight our way out of this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was saying, we really mirroring the old trilogy again, um, kind of a combo of five and six mm-hmm. uh evacuating a base to start the movie that's five jedi training going on while you know resistance facing other problems it's also five jedi training uh leaving early to like you know confront the emperor emperor of sorts mm-hmm. um which you know again kind of mirroring five uh confronting the emperor um snoke uh, him showing her her sides being beaten and that she can do nothing. That's kind of six. Um, mirroring five, there's that you know the dark presence on that on that island uh, where there was that kind of dark presence on Dagobah mm-hmm. um, in five. So I mean, just you know, more or less, just homage. kind of yeah. What, was it homage or was it? Just kind of not being original and just kind of taking the, oh, well, we could do this and this, or... I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they just kind of went, like, copy-paste, but, like, just went back and just kind of, like, did a little bit of a revision, like, added some things, took out some things, you know? Yeah. 
Because, I mean, it's like, you still got, like, the main, the main force-wielding person. You got their trusty sidekicks, like, so that'd be, like, Finn and um, Poe. Like, that'd be, like, Chewie and Han sure. for Luke. Like, the Millennium Falcon's still there. Leia's still there. Yeah. The situation's still similar. Like, they're still fighting against, like, this oppressing force with, like, overwhelming odds of losing. Like Ray's like a Luke and Leia. Yeah. If you think about it, because, like, she's, and she's the woman and the, and the man. You know, yeah. It's just, there's just no sibling there. Right, yeah. Yeah. And they're both force sensitive or whatever. And then Leia and her, like, surviving space thing, that was. That was interesting. Interesting. Because watching that for the first time, I was like, did they just really, like, kill her like that? But then it was like, she kind of had that, I was like, wait a second, what is that? Yeah. Because I didn't know that, like, she was even trained in how to use the Force. But I do remember Luke saying he would, like, she would learn how to use it in time. Yeah. I just never thought that she would use it to that extent. More or less, it was just like, to me, I was just like, maybe she just uses it as far as, like, a, uh, like, feeling that somebody's alive or whatever. Yeah. True. Yeah, um, alright, let's see. I like the opening a lot. General hugs. Urgent message about his mother. Yeah, that, that, that part. Oh, fucking <laughs> with him the whole time. He's like, yeah, hold. I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, this man. Yep, I'm here. General hugs. <laughs> he's, yeah. a, he's such a fucking troll, man. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, I'll certainly, yeah, Leia tells 3PO to wipe the nervous expression on his face. I will certainly try. Uh, bomber ships all kind of looked like giant versions of Boba Fett's ships. Slash Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Just that. Mm. Yeah. The stick with the, yeah. like a T, the T-shaped deal. Yeah, you're not wrong. It is interesting though. I didn't. I never thought about Boba Fett's ship, like similar kind of design. But then you mentioned, it, I'm like, huh. Yeah. yeah. I guess we should say Jango Fett because Jango had it first. Yeah. OG. But I mean, come on, who's who's cooler? Well, Jango wasn't shit. Well, I won't say he wasn't shit because he he was kind of kind of smooth with that pistol. <laughs> he just. Fought the wrong brother. <laughs> that was that was just kind of how that went. Yeah. I mean, Mace Windu is like one of the dopest fucking Jedi. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Poe kind of fucks up and gets, gets the, the majority feet. of his majority of his resistance fellow fighters killed. So that's a that's a problem. Um, I said old crotchety Luke is fun. How do we feel about Luke and his response to what went wrong? I feel like these Jedi are too damn fragile. All of them. Maybe if Luke sticks around, he could take this Snoke guy on. Let's talk about Snoke like he, they, Leia talks about Snoke like he was always around. Luke's familiar enough with him that he knows who he is and that Leia blames Snoke. 
But for Leia to blame Snoke, I feel like Snoke had to be around Kylo a good bit. Mm. Was Snoke some, like, creepy dude that worked for the Jedi Temple and they wanted to fire him but couldn't because of a union thing? <laughs> you know, and then eventually he just, like, makes him come to the dark side. Mm. Like <laughs> Now, did you, didn't you say you looked up more about, like, where he came from? Like yeah, I think on. it... I think the link makes more sense once we get into Skywalker and we figure out that, mm. like, Palpatine's still around. Because Snoke looks a little weird, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's because it like he's, ex- like, artificial. Yeah, I was about to say, he looks like a fucking experiment. I remember right. Uh, I can open my crown here real quick. Because I, I saved it in my email to myself. I felt like, didn't you send it to me, too? I may have. Oh, man. Searching for links in text messages is a little difficult. Oh, whoops. That's my tire claim thing. No subject, really. No, it would have been... It would have been... would have been Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars links. The one that says Star Wars links, huh? Who knew? Who would have guessed? 12 Snoke facts you might not know. Yada yada, Snoke was a strand cast created by Palpatine. Emperor Palpatine created Snoke uh, to be his proxy through which he could regain his power. Although Snoke was bioengineered in a lab on on Exegol, he was a strand cast, not a clone. This bit of Star Wars jargon means Snoke isn't an exact copy of anyone, but isn't natural born either. We've heard the term strand cast for. In The Mandalorian, Quill speculates that Grogu might be a strand cast, speculation which turned out to be wrong when Ahsoka revealed Grogu grew up in the Jedi Temple. Palpatine's ultimate plan was to use Snoke as his voice to whisper to in Kylo Ren's ear. It was one of several ways he was working behind the scenes all along to build the First Order uh, itself, just a shell for the new, shell for the new Empire uh, being built on Exegol. With his own clone body, decrepit but his spirit still strong in the forest. Palpatine could possess other people, but was looking for a permanent new vessel. Hmm. Uh, Snoke wasn't aware of his own history. Hugh Hefner and Snoke's injuries informed how... Okay, that's weird. Strange. Uh, his look was based on classic horror movies. Snoke is not a Sith Lord. Let's read about that one. You may have noticed that Snoke does not have the Darth title, like the Dark Lords of the Sith. Do he was never given one because he isn't technically a Sith Lord, but the fact that he's a bioengineered uh, being created by Palpatine explains why his training of Kylo Ren followed the Sith mold so closely. Since all along Palpatine was trying to manipulate Ren during the time of the Force Awakens, many fans theorized that the next film would reveal Snoke to be Darth Plagueis, the Sith. Why did that move? Plagueis, uh, the Sith Master who taught Palpatine the ways of the dark side. Plagueis was interested in extending one's lifespan through the use of the dark side, so an old man with mysterious origins could very well have been him. This theory didn't pan out. I do kind of want to know just the Snoke doesn't know his own history. Um, unlike Palpatine's strand cast son, Snoke didn't know he was created in a lab by the Sith Lord, nor that he was being manipulated to rebuild the Empire's forces, Emperor's forces. In fact, despite being created some of the time, sometime after the Battle of Endor, he believed to, he believed to have lived through the rise and fall of the Empire. All this is revealed in the novelization of The Force Awakens, and a twist that might actually have been a result of the rise of Skywalker not having been written or planned out yet. 
but his status as a Sith sleeper agent fits with Palpatine's plan too, Snoke truly believing that he himself was a Dark Force user who had lived through the Galactic Civil War likely prevented uh, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, from sensing the deception throughout his time as Snoke's apprentice. Palpatine needed Snoke to believe the lies he told Kylo Ren so that he could more easily manipulate the fallen Skywalker. Okay. Interesting. Um, Ryan Johnson felt Snoke's presence distracted from Ray and Kylo Ren's stories. Snoke chose Ben Solo because of his Skywalker blood. Yeah, no shit. Snoke trained at least one of their apprentices before Kylo Ren. According to the Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, Snoke... The letters are small and they're far away. Canonically trained someone else before Ben. But little is known about this mystery apprentice. We don't know the person's name, when this took place, or how it connects to Palpatine's overarching plans. The existence of this apprentice is implied by Snoke's description... Uh, Kylo Ren is his most gifted apprentice, suggesting that... Okay. Got him on a technicality, huh? <laughs> Snoke had at least one earlier run-in with Luke. The facial scarring and collapsed cheek Circus talked about might have been created by Luke Skywalker. In the rise of Kylo Ren, Ben Solo alludes to what Master Luke did to you. But Snoke is more interested in Ben's conflict with Luke. What happened between Snoke and Luke is still unknown. It's possible that whatever confrontation led to Snoke's scars was also the first time Ben met Snoke. Snoke played a key role in the Empire's... Really? <laughs> so Snoke played a key role in the Empire's transformation of the First Order. You don't say. That's a, that's an understatement. Snoke's flagship, the Supremacy, is the only ship of its kind. Snoke's flagship was ripped in half by the Holdo maneuver. Yes, okay, obviously. Snoke's ring contains a relic from Darth Vader's castle. Had a castle? My man had a whole castle. Probably the spot on um, the place where the fight happens. A lot of I know the name of it. I can't think um, of it. The uh, Mustafar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what? In Rogue One, when dude, when General goes to. I was thinking of the Obi Wan series. Oh yeah, I mean he's there too, isn't he? he yeah. He's there at the Obi Wan series. Okay, so that makes sense. Let's see what the relic is. Collect your Sith relic, traveling around the galaxy, search knowledge, science, force, philosophy, collecting things for your creative band. Unclear how much of the Sith pilgrimage really happened versus the memories implanted by Palpatine, but it does appear that Snoke did actually recover the lost concept of a force dyad, which he used to bring Rey and Kylo together. What? He also discovered many dark side artifacts. One detail easy to overlook, the last Jedi is Snoke's ring. The gaudy gold ring contains a hunk of black Crystal, The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary, defines this as obsidian from the catacombs beneath Darth Vader's fortress on Mustafar. Uh, the ring also features gold etched with glyph of the Dwartil. Dwarty? Oh, it looked like an L from here. I know. Again, we're far away. <laughs> In both canon and legends, Dwarty is a planet which is home to several schools of philosophers. Okay. And the other link is, uh, oh, is everything George Lucas said about his theoretical Star Wars sequel trilogy. Maybe this is a last Jedi link. Because that's just Lucas's thought. We, yeah, we can conclude it this way. One. Yeah. We, we can conclude it 
<clears throat> we include Last Jedi that way because we can conclude the trilogy and the whole Star Wars series like that. I mean, we can go back still and do Mandalorian and Boba Fett and all that if we want to do it. Just for now, wrap up the series, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. And that's how we'll do that. We'll save that article for next time. Because I so, think people probably get tired of hearing us just read. Um, unfortunately, the fact that we read good is... No. Yeah. No. But uh, real quick, uh, what we were saying about like Palpatine being alive, Yeah. there was like other Sith Lords, like some really like... Like we think like Vader was like bad as fuck, right? We're just like, yeah, he was strong as shit, right? Mm-hmm. There's dudes that made him look like weak like there was dudes that like fed on like whole planets to like power themselves with the force there's a dude that held his body together with the force so like he technically could not like die because he was just using the force to keep himself alive which is insane it sounds exhausting yeah like holding your body parts to your to your body like because you've been alive for like 200 years just sounds exhausting can't ever unclench this fist. Yeah, pretty much. It's like you gotta stay like a constant mindset all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure after like, you know, like 100 years, you'd have a down pat. Sure. So, <laughs> but it just sounds exhausting, man. Yeah, it does. But yeah, there's some pretty bad motherfuckers out there. Yeah, so my paragraph had a couple points to hit on. So, what the fuck with Luke? Like, just stick around and... Why is he so spiteful? Fight this snow guy. Well, not spiteful. He's just, like... He's doing the same thing Obi-Wan did. That's why I said these Jedi are so fucking fragile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Obi-Wan. One, oh, one, one apprentice happens. goes wrong. And, oh, you gotta fucking hide on... Fucking planet and watch this ten-year-old. Like... Alright, man. Yeah. One 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 thing fails, and then Yoda, all of a sudden they're like Yoda loses to the Emperor, and he's just like, "All right, Obi, you go do your thing. I'm gonna yeah. go to Dagobah." And he's like, "I will see you when we both die." Yeah, that was that was kind of it. That was literally it. I hate how uh, they do that. They just gave up. They, 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 I, they, I still have a big problem with the end of three. Yeah, that's why three is not my favorite. Is just because that's fair. What the fuck? Everybody just gave up. We just sat down. You know, I mean, I understand if, like, I don't know. It wasn't hopeless. For Obi-Wan to go into hiding, I kind of understand because, like, Anakin, like, he was so full of rage. (laughs) Like, I mean, I I get that. Well, if Obi-Wan finishes the fucking job. Okay, yeah, he should have just, I mean, he could have just, like, rolled him into the, like, down the hill. Yeah. Just roll him down the hill with your foot. You technically didn't kill him. The lava killed him. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> you just happened to roll him down the hill, and there was a river of lava behind it. Yeah. And then... Okay, so if Obi-Wan finishes the job... But not only that, Darth Vader still needs rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So if Yoda's like, Hey, Obi-Wan. Get up. Come on. Let's get over to Coruscant. Let's take this Emperor out. You know, there's enough. still there's still enough good people around, not Jedi's per se, but people that if you cut the head off the snake, then you know all these people are gonna be like, um, so I guess you tell me what to do now. Right? Yeah, they you know? definitely they definitely could have like 
definitely could have fucked, put a dent in his plans by taking out some like key people. Or cutting his head off. That's, that'd probably put a dent in his plans. That's that's true. That's true. I also hate how they went and lived like so far away from like everything, like the main part of the galaxy that this takes place in. Because it was like, like Coruscant, like the whole planet is just one big ass city, right? So there's multiple like levels to it. And it's like, like even in like the show, like the Clone Wars, there had been people that had like disappeared and like went basically underground where they went to like the inner planet or inner part of the planet or whatever, lower level. And they could like, there was no way to like easily find this person. So I was like, why didn't you guys just like hide out there and like kind of set up plans to like, you know, take care of the fucking job? Yeah. They I mean, just gave up. I didn't like it. That's what I would have done. So anyway, these Jedi are too fragile. Soft. That's basically what I'm saying. They're very soft. Like tissue paper. Uh, but like I was saying, you know, maybe Luke sticks around, takes the snow guy on. Or they can get... I mean, maybe that was a union thing, too. It's like, you can't cut his head off. He's part of the union. I'm like, okay. Let him keep, keep sleeping, sweeping my floors, you know? That would have been kind of an awkward fight, though. Snoke, I feel like, is like 12 feet tall. He just looks really lanky in that chair that he was it's in. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he... it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, but Luke wasn't like really that. I didn't think he was personally that great of like a swordsman. It's because the it's because the movies were made for like seventy seven to yeah eighty whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if they choreographed it today, it'd be bad as fuck. Nonetheless, I still got mad respect for Mark Hamill though. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, the what, you know, he does the whole Force thing, and I have some problems with it that we'll talk about later, but (laughs) there's the whole Force thing where he's on a complete other planet. Oh, yeah. And he shows up and, Makes Kylo so bad. I love that scene so much. We could could talk about that scene. Yeah, we'll get to it, yeah. Um, For someone that's supposed to be so wise, um... He's very short-sighted and failing once and never trying again. As you might be able to tell, I did not like the entire basis of the plot of these first two movies being that they couldn't find Luke because he ran away. But perhaps part of the story is the fact that he's still a human. Sto- he's still human. It's a human story and people are inherently flawed. And that's why you know people can get behind Star Wars is because he's all these things, you know, it's not just win, part of that win, article win all the time. Is that George Lucas didn't like these new movies because he was saying that the whole thing with Star Wars is it's essentially a soap opera, mm-hmm. you know, and then all this fighting happens, you know, as just a repercussion of all this soap opera stuff, you know. That I mean, it's literally like what he says in there, and we'll go into more detail on that in Last Jedi. Um. But yeah, so I, mean, I think that's why people can relate to Star Wars, is, you know, like Luke fails, and then, you know, sometimes people fail, and they just give up, and they go, oh, damn, down. you know? But, again, I'm just like, it's Luke fucking Skywalker, you know? Yeah. Like, he convinced his dad he wasn't evil anymore. Yeah, he didn't give up on that, and his and, dad cut his fucking hand off. Yeah. And then he returned the favor. Could you... 
Could you imagine your dad cutting your hand off and then be like, yeah, you're right, I, I guess I am still good at heart. <laughs> like, this is like, like, that's not at all how I, I would have played that shit. Well, you know, when you when your son returns the favor, you just go like, ah, oh, word. <laughs> I guess we're even. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like. I do like what you're saying, actually. I hear what, you, I hear what you're saying. I can hear better with my hand. <laughs> I can hear. You know, they say when you lose one of your senses, the others get stronger. Yeah. Yeah, same thing with limbs, you know. One of my, one of my appendages is gone, and now my hearing works better. I can't, yeah, I can hear way better now with this nub. Uh, I just feel like Luke wouldn't have just went away forever. At least the kind of guy he was... In the, in the other ones, in the original trilogy, you know, you know, like maybe he takes a couple weeks and just kind of like goes like, oh, damn, <laughs> or even like you know? a couple months where he just kind of like goes back and kind of like looks at his plan, see what failed, and like recalibrate and come like create a new plan, you know, like yeah. Well, because you know he he says the whole thing in the beginning of this movie. To Ray, where he goes, well, you think I'm just going to show with a laser sword and I'm going to, you know, just fight down the whole First Order, run down the whole First Order or some shit like that? He says something to that effect. She's basically just like, yeah. And, you know, he's right. But at the same time, there's a whole fucking First Order fleet at the ready. And, you know, Kylo Ren's got such an ego... He's like, all of you, stay in there. Well, first he just shoots the whole the whole fleet just fires at him. Mm-hmm. Everything you got at that man. Oh yeah. And then Luke does the whole like brush his shoulder off. Excuse me. And then uh, he fucking, you know. So then Kylo goes, you know, stay here. You know, goes out, fights him. It's, it's the it's the pride thing of the if the evil villain the crazy evil villain that's gotta you know take this one thing on alone you know unless it has to do with moving the plot along in which case he just goes like eh fucking kill him and then he gets killed you know plot <laughs> and you know so I I feel like if Luke would have kept trying to take on Kylo or take on Snoke he eventually would have got to fight those guys. Uh, all these first order people are gonna go. Oh, what does he do? I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here complaining about the plot, you know. But you, you know what would kind of be cool though, or what would be? It's cool? just it's Luke Skywalker, man. Like so, I just I have hard feelings uh, about expect, Luke Skywalker. The, the expectation behind his name is definitely. And up. I also understand it might have been written a certain way because Mark Hamill's old. That is true. They're in their what sixties. Something, yeah. Late 60s at this point. I mean, you gotta think he was a fucking 20-something kid in 77, so... Yeah. Anyway. We'll stop bitching about Luke Skywalker, but just know <laughs> that I'm not happy. We would Because when I was... Never ex- guessed. <laughs> you would've never guessed. I would've never guessed. I would've never guessed you weren't happy about it. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Um... I... I kind of would have liked to seen a movie or a show of the between time with Luke, what he was doing other than training the next Darth Vader. Uh, he shows up in the Mandalorian, so he was still doing Jedi shit to an extent. Uh, will we ever see the grown-up version of Grogu? 
Um, and, well, you know, because in The Mandalorian, Mandalorian set right after, not directly after Six, but yeah. in that after period of Six. Yeah, within like a few years or so. Right. And so I want to see Luke, you know, does Luke train Grogu? Is he in that temple? Is Grogu one of the Jedi that are slaughtered in that whole deal where Ben, or Kylo, what you know, what do you want to call him in this, when Kylo Ren... I guess he's been solo at that time when he leaves the temple, right? Right. Burns it down and kills and then takes some with him. So, I don't know, it seems like that whole Mandalorian show, or at least the first season of it, or second, first and second? First. Was it just the first season? Of, no, it was both seasons with Grogu, right? Or was it the end of the first so, season, Grogu? I, it's been a minute now. The second season... I think he was not in it as much. I think it went mostly back to Mando, and I think Boba was in it. Right. But I do remember Boba going with Luke to train, and Mando like shows up while he's being trained and leaves that little like chain link uh, shirt thing for him. Because Grogu does come back. I didn't finish Boba Fett. It was one of those that I... Fucking damn it. I'm over here just like... Well, Boba was one of the ones where I watched the first two, and then the way Disney Plus releases them, I just kind of forgot that they were coming out. And so I just never retraced my steps. Okay, so I'll I'll just stop talking. And then Obi-Wan came out, and I was like, well, this is cool. Oh, yeah. And I still still didn't do Boba Fett. I mean, you know, if we're honest, it wasn't like 100% interesting in the beginning, but it, no. it was still fun, and I liked seeing Boba Fett getting out of the stomach of the... Sarlacc. Yeah. So. I liked, I liked Boba Fett, though, because it kind of gave you like a little bit of like an idea of what he was doing. No, I want to go back and watch it, and I'm it's, going to. It's, it's definitely worth going back and watching it. Now that so Luke's training him, and I, I want to see the school. I want to see that between time. That's worth a movie or series. Of the between time, and I guess you got to get somebody that kind of looks like young Mark Hamill to do it. Hmm. You can't just have (laughs) fucking old ass Mark Hamill come in and be like, "Hey." But that I mean that is one thing. I mean they CGI'd the Luke that came and whooped everybody's ass in Mandalorian. Hmm. So now they definitely made him seem like a good ass swordsman though in that scene where he came in. Well, I mean you got to think he's he's just discovered himself as far as you know Jedi powers go in he's he's just maturing yeah. with it in and six. it's not like he was able to like go to like the Jedi temple where he had all these masters that were like yeah. good at different things that he could like learn different things from and like train him he kind of had to like do it like on his own in a sense after Yoda like died I mean now granted if he's like if he was, like, strong enough with the Force, he could probably, like, you know, talk, like, talk to Obi-Wan or Yoda or Qui-Gon or whatever, and, like, they could kind of still teach him from, like, the afterlife, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I figured he'd be naturally good at sword fighting, though, being a Skywalker. That seems to be the thing that they're kind of hinting towards. Yeah. The Skywalker blood is the, you know, the midichlorians or whatever. The most potent shit in the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, I want to see a grown-up version of Grogu, or maybe we're saying he just got slaughtered in the Jedi Temple, but... Hopefully not. Little Grogu was, uh, he was still so full of life. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe he was a dick by then, you know? He's probably a teenager, and he's like... <laughs> Just pranking everybody. He's pranking everybody. He's out trying to finger people, like... <laughs> You know, he's just being a real rascal, and you know, maybe he like kept like giving Ben wet willies, and you know, when Ben made the transformation of Kylo Ren, he was like, "Your little head is gone." You oh know? yeah, he was like, the, "You're the first person." Then, um, it's interesting that this is the first time fuel is some kind of issue in one of these plots. Yeah, which is we're like we've never really talked about fuel. Like we've talked about. I mean, you know, it's been mentioned, like, in passing. Oh, get here, work on the ship, refuel, yeah. you know, yada yada. But they never but talk about being low. They've never been it. like, oh, God, we're almost out of fuel. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many times do you think Han was rolling around in the Falcon with <laughs> on fuel on? and just faith? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though. It is it is surprising, because Star Wars has been out now since, what, the 70s? And it's like, that's the first time it's ever been mentioned. But it's like, they still mentioned it faster <laughs> Than the Fast and Furious movies have. Yep. <laughs> like, they, that's that's the craziest still thing. Still not a factor. Still not a fucking day. factor. But in Star Working Wars... Working on what? Number <laughs> 10. 10 now? Still not a factor. I didn't watch anything past 7. <laughs> I stopped uh, once, once we saw that. Because I was like, this is just getting... Why isn't it a problem with the First Order? I know they're bigger ships, but they're burning fuel too. And how long have they been out? I mean, Snoke's station is just one big floating battle station rolling around. Yeah. All the time. So, I don't know. Maybe with, like, Maybe the it First Order. Dark Force energy. That could be a thing. <laughs> anyway. what, if, what if the First Order's, like, ships, because you know how they got, like, control over everything? Since they got, like, newer shit, maybe it's just better? I would say more fuel fit. It runs on Stardust. Yeah, it's kind of like a Prius, but a spaceship. It's just a vacuum outside sucking up Stardust. <laughs> just just all the time. Like a yeah. billion little Hoovers inside of the fucking big-ass yeah. engines on the back. Yeah. There, there's a guy that has to... You gotta go out and clean out the uh, Stardust filter. Oh, fuck. Oh, and, like, and then you just hear like this grinding noise like, Ah, Gary got sucked in. Ah, jeez. like somebody ran over a penny. Uh, get somebody get a mop and go down there. Get a mop. <laughs> you just roll down there. It's like Nightmare on Elm Street, and the kid Ooh. gets sucked into the bed, yeah, and all the blood just... comes out. <laughs> like, oh no, poor Gary. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's in my mouth. It's in, it's, it's in my mouth. It's in, I can taste it. I can oh. taste it. Um, I like the. Uh, uh, this is an interaction between Luke and Ray that I like. Where are you from? Nowhere. No one's from nowhere. Jakku. Alright, that is pretty much nowhere. And then, a little later, I can't teach you. Why not? I've seen your daily routine. You're not busy. Uh, and then, not too long after, or might have been a little before, Leia gives that whole speech to Poe about, you know, everything can't be solved by jumping in an X-Wing and blowing stuff up. And then shit starts going down and mm -hmm. he goes, uh, permission to jump in an X-Wing and blow stuff up? Silly. And then R2, again, another case for, you know, like we need R2 subtitles. Uh, <laughs> R2 sees Luke again and they're talking and he's all like... Yeah, a couple beeps. And couple he's beeps. like, hey, Sacred Island, watch the language. I didn't know Joyce could cuss. Right. Uh... <coughs> Alright, so we're at this point where 
you know, Ray's discovering the forest and she sees that little dark presence on the island. Mm. And it looks all dark and gross and cold. Cold. I just thought it'd be funny if like what if Ray went down in the hole and it had nothing to do with the forest or anything. There's just like a bunch of people down there with Minnesota accents and they're like, Oh hey there <laughs> This is where we shot the seaweed. Yeah, actually we're on high end right now, sorry, yeah, but uh <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, it's a little slippery up there. That's where all the the uh, seaweed shucks go there, and uh, naturally they go bad. It's gross. It smells. It's slippery. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I did look it up. Seaweed don't have shucks, but it's just funny to say shuck the seaweed. It, There's a bunch of people from Minnesota. It sounds like something out of the. Uh... When I found out that uh, seaweeds don't have shucks, you know what I said. You didn't give a fuck. Ah, oh, shucks. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like something straight out of, like, uh, Always Sunny, though. Like, that whole <laughs> that whole scene just sounds like some shit out of Straight Outta Sunny. Yeah. Or Always Sunny. I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shucks. That's it. We're done. I <laughs> <laughs> quit. I hate it here. Uh, Yoda's a ghost. I don't think he should have been able to hit Luke in the head like that. Uh, in the same sense, why was Luke able to carry dice with him in a lightsaber that Rey already had taken with her? Uh, that was split in half. Not but a scene before. And, uh, why is the lightsaber blue? Because it should have been green if it was Luke's saber. Mm -hmm. And why was he able to kiss Leia on the head? Why did Leia leave the dice behind? How was he able to touch lightsabers with Kylo? All with the force, baby. I know, but like, how do you have, you're supposed to be there as basically a ghost, and you got dice with you, and then why did Leia leave him on the floor when for, she left? For, uh, what's his name? Kylo. For Kylo? Yeah. To find him. Kylo's gonna come and be like, oh, basically man, like my a, dad's dice. Like a spit in his face, like, hey. My daddy's yeah. dice! Yeah. Daddy! It's like, hey, you just got played by your uncle. Daddy was there. I just left him while we were at the At the fair. bottom of a... A pit. <laughs> on a planet that was incinerated. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's uh, Kylo. <laughs> he's definitely the bitchiest Sith we've ever had. He does fit in with the Jedi because he's very fragile. I, as soon as you said that, I just thought of the robot chicken thing. <laughs> What are you doing? He's, he's, he's crying. crying. Hey, he's crying. He's crying. <laughs> he said, like, tell everybody what a whitey like, little bitch you are because of Patamame or whatever that <laughs> name was. Yeah. <laughs> You've been uh, flying around for three weeks looking for a signal? You must smell like old bacon wrapped in leather. Yeah. Just uh, take it out alone. I suppose we're we going to get alone. I suppose you got a yeah. fucking ATM on that light bright on your chest? <laughs> Oh, man. We gotta do that one. We gotta do this. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay, we'll finish up Star Wars and we'll... We'll, we'll do the Robot Chickens. Robot Chickens. Again, we need chewy subtitles. Mm -hmm. If you see Finn before I do, tell him... <laughs> yeah, perfect. Tell him that. Tell him what? <laughs> I don't speak Wookiee. Uh, Leia says... About Haldo. 
She was more interested in protecting the light than she was seeming like a hero. Okay, that's great and all, but maybe if we communicated the plan and how the general approves of the plan, maybe he wouldn't have gone off and had a little side plan going or have overtaken the ship. Mm -hmm. Just a thought. Transparency. That was the thing we were talking about. Jason and I, we did a movie rules pod. And, you know, <laughs> Jason's thing was like, he's like, I can't, I, I'm going to fuck it up, I know. But, and like, it's hard. To, it's funny. It's because, hard to say exactly what he said because well, it's, so it's funny because he's watching it. You know, at one point or another, he's watching this and editing it. So mm -hmm. it's funny because I'm like, well, I'm going to fuck this up. And he's sitting there going, yeah, you are going to fuck this up. He, I was just talking <laughs> to him about that the other day because I was like, hey, I was definitely throwing shade at you one time when I was doing like hella shots at Jack with Dakota. Sure. And he was like, honestly, he's like, I watched that shit on like six times speed, so you guys sound like the chipmunks. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's like, I don't even catch half the things you say. He's like, I'm just flagging things and then going back. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, um, so, uh, oh, but he says, you know, so many times there's like, if, if you know, people would just stop and have like a five minute conversation we could pretty much avoid all this other <coughs> running around and mm -hmm. doing things, but... Anyway, uh, these Emperor Dark Lord types should really get off their asses once in a while and do some work themselves instead of just yelling at everyone else for failing all the time. I'm surprised these Sith Lords aren't, like, 500 pounds because they don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. At least Anakin was, like, walking around, still kind of going on, like, ships and killing people and shit. Like, well, if you got I mean, you got to think Anakin was... Mostly a robot. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's probably built into his circuitry to like, keep his metabolism kind of high. <laughs> I was going to say that, you know, Darth Vader was... So, if you think, you know, Darth Maul... Is essentially Vader before Vader, mm -hmm. right? So the Emperor always sits around just like, eh. go do this, eh. go do that. It's my Emperor impression. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, he sits around and just says, "Yes, as you said, go do this, go do that." So Darth Maul goes, does this, does that. You know, Darth Maul gets cut in half, and for whatever reason, he's some sort of presence in Rogue One. That we never go into again. We never talk about how he's relevant there. And Darth Vader's still the Sith Lord. And then Darth Vader's going around doing this shit. And now Snoke is taking the place of Emperor, even though the Emperor is still around. Hmm. Emperor. He's like backfilling. That's like the assistant manager becoming the manager assistant after the manager the quits. Manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. Uh, so then there's Snoke and then... You know, Kylo is essentially the Vader type of just, I grow, I do things. I wouldn't even, he tells put, I wouldn't even put him on that level. Because he's just like, just ass patch. Like. He definitely fits the fragile. Fuck me! Huh. Fragile I, Jedi. I'm, dude, I'm fucking exhausted. Like, I woke up at like 3.45 today, I had to be at work. Yeah. Five, so I'm like, ready for a nap? But, uh. Yeah, he's so he's so delicate. His ego is so delicate. Like it does not take much. Like when he destroyed his helmet. Yeah. I was like I was like, bro. Well Snoke called like, his helmet stupid. Yeah. He was like Take the dumbass. Uh, <laughs> he's like in the elephant. He said it was stupid, he was stupid, fucking stupid fucking 
<laughs> he lashes out like a little child. Like, yeah. it's just, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, but yo, it was stupid. Uh, can we discuss the fact that the First Order assault was probably about a three-minute drive away from the assault of Resistance fighters driving toward it, and they're both going toward each other at a semi-normal speed? And that scene was forever long, and they were still on a long approach at the end with Finn, uh, you know, going towards the cannon, and then Poe is instantly back in the trench where the other soldiers are, and it didn't make a lot of sense. Also, why was Rose a hero... How does she why catch wasn't up? why wasn't Rose a hero and either throw herself into the cannon or let Finn be the hero? Now the doors are open and you're both sitting ducks in the middle of a war zone. Branching off of that, the first order has impeccable aim to only hit non-important side characters. <laughs> Which, in case you didn't know, <laughs> is you, Rose. <laughs> um, I wouldn't know how she caught up to him. First of all, okay. Well, first of all, the the, the fucking. They're like maybe a mile away from each other because they're in view. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a mile, mile and a half. And they're, you know, you'd think they'd meet pretty quickly. Mm. And, you know, by the time Finn is, you know, I'm doing this, you know, flying towards it, he's still like, <laughs> maybe I don't know, maybe a good 500 feet away. Maybe they're little like skid things that they were on little maybe they're only going 10 they yeah maybe they were going like going 25 fast. miles an hour but they're just really shittily made <laughs> like his foot opposed foot went through the fucking bottom true like they were just barely hanging on so it's like it was just bumpy as shit it made it seem like they were going the first order is only going as fast as those ATATs walk yeah and that's just incredibly slow and then they're over here going five like man we are is this fight ever gonna happen yeah they're like we will they're like, you guys can just take your lunch now, and we'll just, we'll let you know if we get there, or if they get to us. <laughs> so, there's that, and then, but, but yeah, so then the crash happens, but then Poe is, like, pretty quickly back in the trench with the other soldiers. Yeah, that... And then that it takes Finn and Rose forever to get back in the place. Yeah. But, I, I, I argue... Why would you have done what Rose did? I feel like if you're Rose, you either got to put yourself in that can, you got to take the L so that the rest of the team can get the W. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there's like 20 fucking resistance fighters on the Millennium Falcon at the end of that. <laughs> the end of that movie. Somebody else could have taken that, yeah. Um... Uh, but. Who's to say that the fucking... So either let Finn do it, you know, because the cannon fires and breaks open the door. So either let Finn go in there, or if you don't want Finn to die, you go in there. Yeah. But now neither of you did anything. Well, their crash was intense, though. She hit him Like, you both probably should have died. Like, realistically, like, they both should have fucking died. Because I was like, she came out of nowhere. (laughs) I was like, God damn. Like, but... I also don't know if running into the fucking mini Death Star cannon thing was actually going to, like, destroy it or not. I don't know. Finn said it was, and he he's pretty familiar with... That is true. Although he did say, I don't know how to turn it off, we'll use the Force <laughs> and the Force Awakens, so... That's not, that's how, not how it works. works. 
Um, Bless his heart. (laughs) He ain't a little confused, but he got a spirit. That's probably what Hans told everybody. Again, impeccable lame to only hit non-important side characters. They got bullseyes on them, man. Um, No other resistance members respond. It's kind of like when you want to do something with some friends, like go eat or something. Uh, And then no one answers you and you remember you have no friends. It's a very easily memeable scene in a movie. I'd be surprised if you couldn't find that somewhere where just like you want to go out to eat and then Leia's sitting there going, the spark is out. Yeah. I do, uh, I do leave text messages hanging a lot. It's not intentional. Feels pretty intentional. It's not. (laughs) The only people I intentionally don't answer are my family members. Dakota and Tyler. Uh, my family members. I, I respond to you guys. It might be like two days because I just, I, I try to keep my watch clear so I can pay attention to it in case Tiff calls me. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll just like clear my messages and notifications and stuff and I'll forget that I've cleared them so then I don't realize it and then I'll go back and I'll be like texting her when I'm at work or something and I'll be like, I'll see the little one next to like our group chat and I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll be like, oh shit. Like, and then I'll be like, I'll go back and I'll respond two days later. Oh, I thought I thought it'd be a good meme though. It is. We should definitely try to talk to people, and it's just like the picture of Leia. The spark is out. Definitely use it. Uh, like when Kylo throws Hux aside. His <laughs> uh, yell. They're having a lightsaber. Kylo and Luke were having a lightsaber fight, like five to ten feet away from each other. Like you yeah, kept like passing, mm-hmm. right? And then. All of a sudden, on Kylo's final approach, he has to run like 20 feet to him to take that swipe at him. Then he realizes Luke isn't there. Mm. Just, you know, goofy. Yeah, he th- he definitely, when he got that sw- that pass through Luke's body, he was definitely like, almost had like a look of relief in his face after he came to a stop, like from that slide or whatever. Right. And then to turn around and him still be standing there. He was probably like so pissed, so pissed. That probably he just was. Did, yeah, that, that had to like destroy his whole world. <laughs> yeah, I, this was the only Luke scene I really was like happy with Luke. You know, the rest of the movie, I, I was pretty, was pretty unhappy with just the whole Luke experience. Yeah. Um. I'm a little disappointed until that scene. And then it was over like that. Yeah, it was cool, you know. They shoot at him and he brushes his shoulder off. He fights Kylo. Okay, again, how how is he physically lightsaber fighting? I just want to say it's the Force. Like, you know how like, the midichlorians are like everywhere that they say... Maybe it's like he's just like, hey, convince Kylo to think that he's making contact... <laughs> Star Wars movie rule. Uh, the Force is subjected to plot. Subjective to plot. Somehow they fucking made it work. Dice lightsabers. Luke was smooth though, you know, he dodged the lightsabers. That, that shit was yeah. pretty fun to watch. I I did think it was a little excessive, Kyle. It was just like, I want every fucking walker we have to fire at that guy. Everything. And he was like, 
more. And I was like, I was like, first of all, buddy, like one shot would have been good. Like normally, like I, I, I shit you not, one shot should have been fine. But like they shot the same spot for like what felt like two minutes. Yeah. And I was like, bro, there's nothing left of him. At some point, you wouldn't even be shooting a fucking corpse. It would just be, you'd be shooting holes in the ground of where his body once was and has been vaporized. Yeah. Like, it was just so excessive. And then to see him standing there, he's probably, that's, that boy was hot. I know he had to be, <laughs> he had to be so fucking mentally heated. I well, that's why he throws Hux aside. Oh, yeah, but... but Hux is like, you can't go down there. <laughs> and then the other guy goes, right away, sir. <laughs> the, the, the fucking yell that he has, though, when he gets thrown is just... It's, it's fucking priceless. Fuck that General Hux guy. <laughs> when, when, the, when Snoke is dead... And he starts, like, you know, Kylo starts giving orders, and then Hux is like, You can't command my army! And he oh, just starts choking him, and he's like... <laughs> oh, man. He's like, I'm Good. sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, one more time? <laughs> he, he, that poor dude, he got bullied, though, by Kylo and Snoke. Yes. Um, the Luke quote happens earlier, I just didn't mention it because it's more relevant right here, I thought. Um, you know, Kylo goes, I'll kill you, and then I'll kill, you know, the last Jedi, and, you know, Luke says, amazing, every word of what you just said was wrong. He says it earlier with Rey, mm -hmm. he's like, what is the Force? And she's like, oh, it makes things float, and, you know, stuff. Um, and when he tickles her hand, and he's like, she's like, like oh. you feel it? She's like, she's like, oh, I feel it, I feel it! <laughs> Smacks it. Uh, oh, that shit was silly. Uh, okay, so the Ray Finn subplot. Ray looks over kind of jealous that Finn's paying attention to Rose now. She definitely was in some kind of interest with Kylo, though. I'm not sure, and I don't remember how it works out in the next one. It's confusing. Just remember score. the next one being a lot. It is a lot. And again, didn't like the last scene. Don't think it has anything to do with the next movie. I guess it's to signify hope. We talked about that. Yeah. That That is a very confusing love square. I don't remember what happens to Rose, and then don't Finn and Ray kiss in the next one, if I remember right. At some point. Well, we'll figure out the next one. I don't know. I don't think he does. I don't think they do. Okay. It, it, it is kind of weird, though, because it's like Finn was, like, head over heels for Ray. Yeah. And then, for and some then reason, Rose Ray's, is like, hey. Rose likes Finn, and then Ray's, like, for some reason connected to Kylo. But it seems like Kylo has a little bit of a crush on Finn. <laughs> who's also crushing on Rose, who's, who might be crushing on Ray. And then don't forget <laughs> that Finn kind of has a thing going with Chewie. Yeah. So. That becomes a whole thing. And then kind of Chewie, becomes a love Pentagon. Chewie's being chased by Maz, mm. the little orange lady. Yeah, so then it's kind of a love uh, hexagon. Hexagon. It's very confusing. Yeah. We need to get a whiteboard. <laughs> we need to get a whiteboard just then. We need whiteboards so we can draw ridiculous, obscene charts of just how things... Yeah, like, like that like fucking love hexagon. Be, like, all these... 
Just all these goofy it's things. It's not like every straight arrows, do, it's like loops. <laughs> every movie we do, we have to have some sort of Charlie thing going on from Always Sunny where there's just like lines and... Ridiculous just, ass yeah. connections. Alright, what'd you rate this movie? I'd rate it a six and a half. Uh, I like it. I watch. I, I honestly just watch it because it's Star Wars, and if I'm just like in the mood for Star Wars, I'll watch it. But like, I still prefer the second set over this one. Mm -hmm. So it'd definitely be like second set, first set, and then this set. Yeah. In that order. But yeah, six five, six six. You know, uh, this isn't as bad as I remembered. It was easy to watch again. Uh, though it is long as hell. <laughs> that next one's going to be so tough. <laughs> I know. Though this one is long, it was fun to watch, and I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Because it's solid. Mm -hmm. It's a solid movie. I don't know. I... That first, the... As far as chronological order, the first trilogy... I love episode one. Two. Was yeah, it's kind of goofy. It's important, though. It's important. The CGI's weird. Yeah. Like it, like it's the, better than the first. The first one CGI's... Well, the first one looks better to me. The first one was actually... Well, I think it was solid as fuck for the time, the year that it came out. But then, like... Well, like Jason was talking about, like, you know... Episode 2 might have been more CGI as opposed to practical effects. Because, mm. like, even Yoda looked a little weirder in Episode 2 as opposed to looking yeah. better in Episode 1. I mean, yeah. he doesn't look as grimy as he does in, you know, the Episode 5 and 6, where he's just this kind of, yeah. like, mangy, raggedy puppet. <laughs> um, you got to remember, he's been on Dagobah for a number of years now. <sighs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I mean, I, pro I I like the original trilogy, 4, 5, 6. I, I would probably rate that the same way. Like, I like 1, 2, 3, and then I probably like these three. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That pretty much covers it, I guess. Can't wait to do 9. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, hopefully... I'll keep you posted. Yeah. You know. I mean, it doesn't come out to, like... <clears throat> I mean, this one... If you're listening or viewing this one right now... It is... October... 12th. Woo! Star Wars Episode Nine doesn't come out till October 26th. We gotta get it done a little beforehand so Jason can do the video, though. Mm. Well, so yeah, the uh, maybe if it's one day while you're on one while on your leave child, should be, or... you should be fine. Well, his due date's in two days. That's when he's a re he's supposed to be due. And then you're inducing if... by the twenty second. Yeah, he come. so we're gonna try and because it is August thirteenth today while we're yes, recording this, and Charles still isn't a father quite yet. Not yet. But he's going to be. I mean, I call him daddy, but... <laughs> Dakota does too. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening or viewing. Uh, subscribe to Consecrate's YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on the Twitter. Email us at ContentCrisisHotlineYahoo.com at ContentCrisis1 on Twitter. Spotify, Apple, YouTube. OnlyFans. Not quite. Uh, thanks for your... Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for your goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>